This week on the podcast, I am talking about how you write on your invitations about the gift registry, the wishing well. What do you put? What do you write? It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. How do I kind of get it all out? Well, follow along and then go to the show notes because I've got you a free downloadable. Why? Because I love you. You can grab it there, copy and paste it from the Google Doc and get yourself going. Anyway, let's go. Well, hello. You're a bride on a mission, getting ready for this next transition. From miss to bride boss, you don't give a toss. Oh, slow down. Have the bouquet. Because you're going to do this all your way. You're fierce and fab and so far from drab. Let's rock and roll. We have ideas to console. You're a can-do bride that's looking for her tribe to share and care about all things like, I don't know, what to wear. Now's your time to shine. You're ready for this divine new chapter of life where you transition into someone's wife. Enough of the rhyme. We don't have time. Let's throw wedding wisdom around like confetti. Hello and welcome, gorgeous bride boss. It's me, your cheerleader and coach, Kristen. We're each and every week on the Secret Brides Club podcast. I like to throw wedding wisdom around like confetti, knowing you'll catch the piece you need when it falls perfectly in your lap. So are you ready for your weekly walk on the bride side? Do, 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 do. I'm not going to sing. Let's do this. Hello, hello, gorgeous bride boss. It is Wednesday, which means I am throwing wedding wisdom around like confetti in the hope that you catch the piece that you need when you need. And this week, I have had some confetti thrown my way that I want to jazz up and chuck right back at you. And by that, I mean I've been asked a question by one of the beautiful members at the Secret Brides Club who's DM'd me. And look, here's the thing. Feel free to DM me whenever you want with whatever you want. Because nine times out of 10, the question that you have got, somebody else is wondering. And here's the thing. So this is something that my my dear mum taught me. And it used to embarrass us as kids because she was the mum that always had her hand up. That was always asking the questions. Now, I'm flat out going to be that mum. I mean, I already kind of am. (laughs) But what she did teach us was that no question is a stupid question because hands down, there is probably more than majority, 90% of the people in that room in a lesson or wherever you are that wants to ask the question that might be just too shy to actually ask it. So if you've got the guts to ask it, ask the question because it's answered. There are people that are sitting back going, huh, jeez, glad she asked that. I was just thinking that. So today I am going to answer this question for you because it's a really important one and it's a funny kind of it's a funny kind of question because I think it's got some like icky connotations that you're like, oh, it's, it's around money and gifts and the registry. And the question was, I've been thinking about gifts and whether to go with a registry or money. I feel kind of awkward asking and suggesting cash. And on the same time, I don't want to be judged about the things I want for my registry. So here's the thing. And, and here's my answer, which it's a personal opinion. This is what I'm here for is to share my wealth of knowledge. Take it as you will with a grain of salt or a pinch of color with your confetti. But for me, when it comes to the gift registry, I'm not a huge fan of asking for money. And I don't mean you're not going to write an invitation, hey, y'all, give us some cash. But I'm not a huge fan of even uh, having a wishing will and saying no presents, but give us some money in a really polite way. I'm, I'm you're not going to just put that on an invite. And if you are, I need to school you on some etiquette around that. But what I do want to talk about is 
Me personally, I'm not a huge fan of asking or putting on, we certainly didn't for ours. Now I know it's the done thing now, like it's the norm. So embrace it is probably my first thing and and maybe ignore my self pressures around that. But I know for a lot of uh, brides and couples that I'm talking to, they're in that boat of like, we've got so much. We're established, we've been living together for a while, or we've come together and we've got a heap of stuff. We don't need anything else. Um, We don't need money, but hell, it'd be nice maybe for, you know, for the honeymoon, for whatever. And that's totally fine. And I think at the end of the day, it's kind of understanding and being okay with the fact that as a wedding guest, I would always love to rock up to a wedding with a gift or to contribute to a wishing well, because like I said, as, as much as I don't like giving money, I totally respect that people have got things. And there is no point in buying somebody another set of champagne glasses when they're gifted like 45 at the engagement party and then another 35 at the wedding. Like, There's no point in that. That's just pure wastage. So when it comes to giving a gift or giving money, I'm all for that. It's just around how you get over that potential awkwardness of what that looks like or what are some other suggestions? And that's what we're talking about to hear today on the podcast is what are some other suggestions and what are some other ideas around ways to write it on your invitations, ways to say, hey, no, seriously, no money, no nothing, just please rock up. And also just understanding that at the end of the day, people may bring gifts. Even if you say no gifts, nothing, please don't, they may do it. So in that circumstance, I would just suggest having a table or a wishing well or somewhere on your wedding day that people can put those gifts or those cards so that they don't get lost. Because at the end of the day, if somebody chooses to get you something, that's a really thoughtful and lovely thing for them to do. So you want to make sure that it stays safe and somebody takes that home at the end of the night or you take it home at the end of the night. So I suppose we need to start off with the fact that when it comes to, let's say you you, you want you've got a list of a few things that you'd love, you know, and and you want to create a registry. We'll go ahead and do that. And you can do that at, you know, your major stores, you can do it online. But creating a gift registry is a nice idea if you would like a few things that you don't have. Because look, at the end of the day, if you don't have to go out and buy them and you can put them on the registry, however silly, and I'm using some quotations here, um, however silly they might sound, like it might be that you need a whole new set of utensils for the kitchen or um, it doesn't have to be anything that you think, oh, that that's something that should I should get for my wedding. I'll put that down. I mean, for example, we went, I think we went to Maya and we went looking for, um, I mean, we had things like a soda stream machine on our gift registry. I think we put a quilt and um, a nice woolen quilt and some sheets and towels and, you know, those kinds of things that, you know what? We could buy them ourselves, but it would be really nice if they were gifted to us. It's something that we don't have to do. It's something that's like a bit more of a a lifelong, not a lifelong gift, but a longer term gift. And we just felt that we were really comfortable with that. You need to be comfortable with whatever you put on the registry, but it's at the end of the day, if it's something that you need as a couple and as in your lifestyle, then put it on there and, and nobody no one's going to judge you for it. If they do, well, they won't buy it. If if they look at it and go, oh, that's weird, they won't buy it. And that's totally fine. They might just give you some money. Or maybe you need some new bed sheets or a quilt or quilt cover or some throw pillows and throw cushions. Uh, maybe you need something like that. Like giving those people that are just feeling uncomfortable about what to say, how to say it, where to write it, what to do, some kind of backing in terms of 
feeling comfortable about writing it on their invitation. And look, for example, something around the wishing well that involves purchasing a larger item. It might be a lounge suite, it could be a dinner suite, it could be an outdoor table, it might be, geez, a lawnmower, it could be something to do with camping, something that you don't have in your life currently, but you would love to have. And again, you don't have the money just to go out and spend that, or it's something that's, you know, if it's a dining suite or something, for example, um, you know, you don't have the money to spend on that right now, but you'd love it. So letting your wedding party, your guests know, if it comes down to that, you might want to put something on your invitation that says something along the lines of, we're excited for the next chapter of our life and we're so lucky to have nearly everything that we need. However, some friends and family of ours have been asking what they could do to help. So we've created a gift registry for your convenience and then add, an, add a link or add a little card with um, usually wherever you put your gift registry, they will have some some information around that. So put that in your invitation. And then that just allows people to look at it and see, oh, great, we'll have a look. And if they look and go, oh, look, there's nothing there that I really want to get, well, then they'll move on and they would probably go to the wishing well side of things. Now, with that, the other thing to remember in the gift registry is there might be items that you're like, wow, I mean, that's awesome but it's a big ticket item. I don't want to put that on there and someone be like, well, hang on, I'm not spending six, $700 on that. But think about it as your friends or your family friends or your family might think, you know what, that's a great gift. Why don't we go in as a whole family or a whole friendship group and get the couple, you, uh, that particular gift, which just helps, you know, it might be six different couples go in on one gift. So the other part of it is once you, if you do get a wishing well, the things that are still on that gift registry list, you might have some money that then you can go and purchase those things. So it might be that one couple or a family member don't want to purchase a larger ticket item on your gift registry, but they can either go in together or you can buy it with any wishing well money and kind of pay off the gift registry at the end. So that's a really good idea. The other thing is the gift registry. And like I said at the start, I'm not a huge fan of giving money or getting money and I suppose for me it's um, you know it's such a personal preference it's the way I was brought up mum loves to give a gift but she also loves the joy of buying gift like I'm a big one for that and maybe that's where my whole hang-up comes from is I really enjoy to think about the person that I'm going to buy the gift for and take that time out of my life to spoil them in that way and that's just again like I said a personal preference But it's okay to be totally okay with a wishing well because it's so common and so normal. And look, we are all flat out in life. And sometimes you kind of, you know a couple, but you're just not quite sure if they've got that thing. And you think, you know what, I'd love to just give them some money. And sometimes it's like, how much money do I give? And that's a whole different topic that we can get into later. But for the wishing well side of things, an idea that I've got that I can throw you away because I feel like you can catch this one if you want because it's a little gem, what it is that you're ultimately wanting to purchase with this wishing well money, I think is a really nice way of feeling comfortable with asking for the wishing well and, and writing it on your invitation. Because at the end of the day, I suppose it takes away that awkward feeling of like, no, we're not going to spend it on groceries and bills. Like we're going to buy some stuff, but we don't know what kind of stuff, but we'd really like your money. Um, and it makes it feel far more, I don't know, it's just a nicer feeling to go, this is what we'd love to buy as a couple. This is our goal. And any contribution you may have would be amazing to go towards this. That also then allows anybody giving you money for a wishing well to think, you know what, I've only got... 30, 50, $100 to put towards this, 
that's all I can do, but I know it will contribute in the long run. So for me, that's a really nice way of letting people know what they can contribute to on your day. You know, you could put something on the invitation around the fact that having them there on your wedding day is all that you've ever wanted and that as a couple, you have all that you really need. But you are thinking of purchasing whatever large item that is. So any contribution to the wishing well would be going towards that and would be greatly appreciated and be really, really humbling if that's what they wanted to do as a gift. So it just kind of allows people to go, oh, great, they're going to go and get, I don't know, a new tent. And, you know, they love camping. They're going to go and get something for their camping. That'd be amazing. I'd love to put some money towards that because I know it's going to help them. So it kind of takes away that icky, you know, unknown of what it's going to. And obviously it, you know, the wishing world can go towards a honeymoon. It can go towards whatever you want. We put on our invitation some lovely, fancy, beautiful dinner set, which um, I absolutely fell in love with because it's colourful. It was unique. It's It was Villaroy and Bosch. So it's like a one of a kind. Um, and at the time, I think we got the 10 piece dining set, which was large plates, small plates, bread plates, bowls, cups, teapots, coffee cups, little coffee shot cups, like the whole kit and caboodle. And we absolutely loved it and thought, look, this is a one day in the future. We'll have our home. This will be beautiful. We would never go out and spend A, the money or B, probably take the time to do that. And we certainly wouldn't at what age we were, 28, 29. But I knew in the future, it's like, that's, I would never fall out of love with that dinner set. So we put the dinner set on our gift registry and with any wishing well and on the invitation uh, in that section, we wrote that this is what we wanted. And if you wanted to put any money towards it, or you wanted to buy a plate or buy a bowl, that would be amazing. Because at the end of the day, that to us was what we wanted to come out of our wedding with, which means now with our dinner set, every time we eat off it and look at it, it's been given to us by everybody that came to our wedding. Yeah, we got a couple of other things which were amazing, but at the end of the day, if people just bought one plate, it was great because as we're unwrapping up, like, oh, there's the orange one, there's the purple one, there's the green one. Like, it's it was really, really cool. And I think it was a great way for people that came to the wedding to give what they could and that they knew that, you know, when they come over they're eating off the dinner set. So it was a really nice idea. And and that's what I mean about giving your guests an idea of what you'd like to purchase and how that could be helped and any money could be put towards that. And then, you know, at the end of the day, if you want nothing, it could be as serious and honest as just putting on your invitation that you're excited for the next chapter of your life and you have everything you need. So right now, In the world that has been COVID, just forget the presents, forget the gifts, come, dance, be merry and have fun. And like I said at the start, just be aware that some people will want to bring gifts and that's totally cool. Let them have somewhere for them to put those gifts and always, always, always give your thank yous. You know, write your thank you cards, get them out as quick as you can. It's just a nice way of tying all the loose ends and letting people know that you are super thankful for their time at your wedding and the gifts or money that they brought. And a really hot tip on that one is when you're opening your presents, have someone else there that might not be just your husband or wife and have them writing on the card as you open them or you do it yourself, what gift you got so that when you're writing your cards, you can go back to the cards that you opened and see the money, the gifts, whatever you got, or put it in a little spreadsheet if you're uber, uber organized um, and you'll need something to do after planning your wedding, but that's again a different topic. 
So it just then allows you to refer really quickly because in the excitement, you're like, oh, I'll remember that. And then you don't. You really don't. Uh, So it's nice to be able to thank somebody with the understanding of the gift that they gave you. So that is a little sweet little wrap up of how you can potentially put on your wedding invitation ideas around what you'd like, what you're thinking and how you can kind of format that so it comes out really nice and really politely and doesn't feel uncomfortable. Now, what I'm going to do, because I love you, is uh, put in the show notes a link to a Google Doc that you can go in and you can see some of these answers. Copy, paste them, retype them as you will, go about it as you need. But that'll be a free downloadable that you can get in the show notes. So you've got to go there, find them, use them. And at the end of the day, just be honest and be yourself. Write on there what you would write that makes you feel comfortable. Don't write it too formally. Don't overthink it. People are used to it and people will want to bring something. So I guarantee you, and this is another little end of podcast hot tip, I guarantee you if you don't put anything on there and think, oh, it's too awkward and embarrassing, you will get a thousand phone calls from people. Oh, what do you want? I don't know. Have they got this? Should I get that? Where if you just put it on there, these are some options. Here you go. Then people will do what they want, when they want, how they want. All right, gorgeous girl, have yourself a fabulous week and I shall see you next week. Bye.